Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right, but that's
Praise God. Brothers and sisters, what a day. What a life. What a time to be alive, really. So my prayer is, uh, Father God, <laughs> that's been my prayer for a long time. But Lord, we really need your help. Not, 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 uh, well, from a standpoint of um, having and operating and moving in skill, wisdom, that's what we need right now. Skill, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And Lord, help us to be grateful. You have done so many things for us and caused us to accomplish so many tasks. Help us to be grateful. Your word says, in all things to give thanks. So help us to give thanks and not to be anything other than what your purpose is for us to become. I guess that's the way I want to say that this morning. In Jesus' name. Father God, I, Kevin, I ask you to pray with Pastor Michael and his family. He lost his father. Um, I didn't want to mention it yesterday because I sometimes it's better to, uh, well, it's always better to adhere to God's timing. So he didn't, he told, he didn't tell me to mention it until today. So think of, send up, send him, send up some prayers. His name and his family's name on it. Um. It's really a, you know, we pray for the families because we know that his dad was uh, saved. But it's it's us that are left behind in pain. So once again, pray for Pastor Michael and his family. Send him a card, drop him a note. Send them some love in the name of Jesus. Let him know we got his back. I also need you to continue for a bit. <coughs> Excuse me. But if you if you if you have a time, list it with Jessica to pray. Will you continue? that schedule for a little bit, a lot, a whole lot is happening. And um, I don't want to stop while God is moving. A lot of you, I thank God that um, your eyes, eyes of your understanding and your spiritual eyes and a lot of other things are being 
open. God has given you access to his realm, that, that heavenly realm, access to the works of that prince of the power of the air. And he's doing this for you. You know what? I got some explanations for you this morning. Um, a couple of K-liners asked me a couple questions. And God knows I, I, knew, I knew the answer. But I said, God, is it time for me to be teaching in depth? Or do I just give her the answer and keep on moving? But she asked. We're in a time right now. And you know what? All of you that have been on this chair line for any length of time, you ought to be able to say, thank you, God. Uh, I think Sheila put, I know she did, put the video up. With the, with the highlights and the markings of those demons. And I'm so happy that some of you, uh, even after even after Jessica, uh, I, I mentioned they were there, you, you took the initiative. So up to date, we've identified about seven demons, we know, that you can clearly see from Albert Pike's that you coming down and um, you know uh, it's a lot it's a lot going on in the spirit realm in this heavenly realm and you ought to be able to see it you ought to be able to know it you ought to be able to discern it I'm not talking about no discernment. I'm talking about through gift of discerning of spirits. You ought to be able to see it and you ought to be able to benefit from it. Because you are, all of you, are blood redeemed, spirit filled citizens of heaven. God is revealing the things to his children. God is exposing and making on this earth. And I want to talk about it this morning. But I need about maybe seven or eight people to let's put out here in the airways. I am, while I play this song called Citizen of Heaven, I want you to over there in that chat room. I am a citizen of heaven and earth at the same time. I am a citizen of heaven and earth at the same time. Can you, can you post that? Maybe seven, eight, nine, ten people. I'm a 
Are you, are you certain of that? Are you absolutely positively certain? Hallelujah, that you're a citizen of Step into a new life, 
Praise God. Uh, Joanne Butler, have you, have you been able to get on? I'm going to try to take a look. I don't want to mess nothing up. I'm going to try to take a look and see what's happening here. Uh, if I have, today is the what, 23rd. I see the speaker looks okay. The blog talk looks okay. I don't know. I don't know what it could be at the moment. I keep looking. Um, oh, so Joanne said she was going to get on YouTube, I think. Okay. Brothers and sisters, you know, Satan and demons right now, or maybe you don't know, are challenging fear-filled believers. But you, you can't change. They've done that to God's people throughout time. And it's recorded in the Bible. Right now, Satan and his hosts and disciples and followers are engaging in a relentless pursuit with an aggression and an aggressive assault works to defile and steal souls back to himself. And he's attempting to do it the same way through the weakening of the faith of the spirit of believers. So I want you to write these words down. In order to overcome what's happening today, you're going to have to be purposeful. You're going to have to be unwavering. And you're going to have to be resolute. That's purposeful, unwavering, and resolute. That absolutely nothing can remove you from your position in Jesus Christ. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to be stronger in your faith. Have to be steadfast, and you're gonna have to see yourself bigger. You have to see yourself bigger in Christ Jesus than you've ever seen yourself before. 
And you're going to have to know that this bigness I'm talking about is because you're full of understanding. And this bigness that I'm talking about is because you're going to be exercising your power and you got big power. To exercise over all the power of the enemy. And this bigness that I'm talking about is because you're going to have to know that nothing shall or can by any means harm you. You're going to have to, as I said it before, become godly committed, godly loyal, and godly steadfast in Christ, utilizing your faith in God. You're going to have to utilize this power, this big power I'm talking about that's in you. You're going to have to utilize it to overcome, overthrow these demons and devils and powers and spiritual weakness that God is going to expose. You're going to have to become resolute in your trust in God. Knowing that absolutely nothing can remove you from your position in Christ Jesus. Well, Erica, why are you saying this? I'm talking to you prophetically, really. Because you're going to start hearing the whole world saying, it's right here. You're going to start hearing the whole world saying, Look at all of this. That's what they're going to be saying. Where is their God? Have you heard it yet? Anybody said it? Have you read anybody haven't said it yet? All this stuff is happening. Where is their God? I heard it. A couple people said it to me. It wasn't the people talking, it was Satan talking to them. Satan sent a couple demons here. And the demons didn't know where God was in the so-called believers that they that they were in. And I looked at that um, situation yesterday and I said, oh, Jesus, we're in big trouble. These believers in agreement with these words that we're getting ready to hear, we're in big, 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 big trouble. See, these unbelievers, these people that were believers, that the devil is coming back to unconvert because he planted a seed in their mind. Where is Dear God, I got some answers for some people this morning by way of the Holy Spirit to how to handle this. It's where is their God? But the simple short answer is they're about to find out. Where is their God? 
I want you to post Joel chapter 2 up here, up there, uh, Jessica. I got some answers this morning. And I'm studying with Joel chapter 2. If you want to know where we are right now, we're in Joel chapter 2 as a body of believers. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. A day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains. Where is their God? The beginning right here. A great people and a strong. There hath not been ever the light. Neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. A fire devoured before them, and behind them a flame burneth. The land is as the garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Yea, and nothing shall escape them. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses, and as horsemen, so shall they run. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains, shall they leap. Like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth the stubble, as a strong people set in battle array. Before their face, the people shall be much pain. All faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war. And they shall march everyone on his ways. And they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another. They shall walk everyone in his path. And when they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb up upon the houses. And they shall enter in at the windows like a thief. The earth shall quake before them. The heavens shall tremble, the sun and the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining, and the Lord shall utter his voice for his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong, executed his word, for the day of the Lord is great and very uh, terrible. Who can abide it? Therefore also now saith the Lord, Turn ye even to me with all your heart and with fasting and with weeping 
and with mourning and wring your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord your God for he is gracious and merciful slow to anger and of great kindness and repenteth him of the evil who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him even offering and a drink offering unto the Lord God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify fast, call a solemn assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children and those that suck the breath. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thine heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is their God? And will the Lord be jealous for his land, pity his people? Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil, and you shall be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among heathen, but I will remove far off from you the northern army and will drive them into a land barren and desolate toward the east sea and his hinder part toward the utmost sea. And his stink shall come up and his ill savor shall come up because he had done great things. Fear now, land, be glad and rejoice. For the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit. The fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad, then, ye children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month, and the floor shall be full of wheat, and the fat shall overflow wine and oil, and I will restore to you the years that locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar, the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord God that has dealt wondrously with you. But this is not really somebody, and my people shall never 
be ashamed. I am in the midst of Israel. I ask for the post. And my people shall never be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God and none else. And again, and my people shall never be ashamed. That is vital, vital for you to get. Because remember this. In the book of Romans, chapter 10, verses 8 through 14. But what say it this? The word is not thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if thou shalt come to the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart liveth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever, Hear me again. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids. In those days will I pour out my spirit. I want you to get this. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire, and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord comes. Verse 32, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance as the Lord has said. 
and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. You know why? Demons are being manifest in the midst of what's going on right now. Understand Joel chapter 2. Stand the same way the prophets ask God to open the eyes of the young prophets. God is opening your eyes. God is increasing his own um, understanding within you. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of air. And the Bible says right there, the spirit. In the room, the spirit thinking not a strange thing that God is using the spiritual uh, uh, part of you. Hallelujah! Through your new citizenship, do what you're supposed to operate in, what you're supposed to have understanding of as citizens of heaven that live and abide on earth. Now the Bible says this world, according to the prince of the power of the earth, the spirit, spirit. You see, brothers and sisters, Jesus said, the Bible says, in John chapter 4, verses 48, Jesus said, except you see, except you see, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe, except you see the spirit that is operating of the power of the earth. You will not believe so God, hallelujah, in the manifestation through you by his own Holy Spirit that is operating through you. He's opening up his eyes through your eyes so that you will see and believe. Because otherwise, Jesus knows and as always known, except you see, you will not believe. The Bible says in Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse nine, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, all power and science. And lying wonder. The devil knows. So he has shown you over many, many decades lying wonders, lying signs. But the Bible says, brothers and sisters, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4, God. 
gift of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Brothers and sisters, where is their God? They're about to see what the Bible says. Except you were born again, you cannot see. A man is born again. He cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Except a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Are you with me this morning? But God says, according to his own will, according to his will, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4, God is going to bear witness with his children, to his children, to a demonstration of himself on this earth. God is going to use you to bear witness of himself through signs and wonders. And the Bible says with divers or various miracles and gifts of his own Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. His Holy Spirit that lives and indwells you. Hallelujah. God, by the power of his own Holy Spirit, is going to turn you into a sign. He's going to turn you, hallelujah, into a wonder. Yeah. You've been born again. Chapter 3, verse 27. A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You see, back there in Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verse 33 to 35, it says, Did other people hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of fire? Talking to Moses, as thou hast heard and lived, or hast thou essayed to go and take him a nation from the midst of another nation by temptations, by signs, and by wonders, and by war, and by a mighty hand, and by a stretched out arm, and by great terror according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes, as unto thee it was showed, showed that thou mightest know that the Lord is God. There is none else beside him. They're getting ready to ask, where is your God? Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, it won't be out your mouth because people's eyes are lying service. Praise God. It's going to be out of your belly, out of your innermost being. Our God is going to call forth. He 
operating through you with miracles. And you're going to be the sign. And you're going to be the wonder. And they're going to say, oh, yeah, I see God. Oh, God, I've been waiting for you such a long time. What took this brother long to get here? What took this sister so long? And God is just going to reply. I am here. I am here. I am here. Don't you see me? Don't you see me in this brother? Don't you see me in this sister? Don't you see me in all the suffering and all the sacrifice that was required for me to visit you with this sign, with this miracle, and with this wonder? I thank God this morning for everything you had to go through. I thank God this morning for everything that you went through. But I'm telling you right now, they're going to be saying, where is their God? And when they say, where is their God? God's going to take your hand and slap them upside the head. And every devil is going to be, and every sickness is going to depart from their body. But God is going to manifest. Himself, I am here. I am here. I am here. A citizen. My kingdom has come on earth as it is in heaven. Because you asked me, and I'm telling you this morning, you are going to see signs and miracles and wonders to validate that Christ is here, that he's always been here. And he's always been here in you and in me this morning. Christ is
Trumpet in Zion. 